0: Hi everyone, thank you for tuning into Putting Your Health First, the podcast. I'm your host Deanna Henry. I own a health and wellness store, Garden Health, at 1204 Davie Street in Vancouver, BC. On this episode, we are talking sleep and you with Corrine from Garden Health. Corrine is a holistic nutritionist who specializes in hormone optimization. She is originally from Toronto and she has lived in the West End for over 15 years. She is committed to helping her clients break through their boundaries and bring optimal balance to their lives. Her motto, eat well, work hard, seize wellness. Hi Green, thanks for joining us today. So you just had a sleep workshop at Garden Health and you talked about sleep and you, you mentioned a sleep routine. Tell me about how important a sleep routine is. Uh, Thanks, Deanna.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be one of your first guests on the podcast. I'm super excited about that. Um, Sleep routine. Yeah, you know, I think the body likes routine. You know, we get up at the same time, we go to work at the same time. We like routine because we get used to it. Um, I just find that a lot of people don't have a nighttime routine they, Their nighttime routine is maybe watching some TV and then going to bed, uh, but there's nothing else and so things that come up and might keep them from not going to sleep is part of not having a good sleep routine. So
0: Kareem, what does a sleep routine actually look like? Well, it can look different
1: for a lot of different people, for everybody. Um, it depends on what your lifestyle is. and. Uh, what time you go to bed and what you like to do and what you don't like to do. Uh, What's important is that you are able to change your nervous system, your central nervous system, into what's called the parasympathetic nervous systems where you're calm and everything uh, is able to relax and you're able to naturally go to sleep. A sleep routine for myself, for instance, is you know, doing a checklist to make sure that I got everything I had to get done today is done. And if it wasn't, am I going to do it tomorrow or am I going to do it next week? Uh, It's writing a to do list for my next day. It's honestly picking out my outfit uh, so that saves me time in the morning. Um, So I look at the weather forecast. And then after that, it might be having a cup of warm tea, uh, listening to soft music or reading a book or maybe journaling. But I definitely always try to get myself from not watching TV or on my computer uh, or even on my iPad or my phone because those can really hinder you going to sleep.
0: So you just mentioned a checklist. Can you tell me an example of a checklist for anyone not being able to sleep?
1: Yeah, I definitely would say if somebody can't sleep, they need to do a few things. Number one, turn off all electronics. So that means your TV, your phone, your iPad, your computer, even if you have one of those like Kobo readers, like turn that off as well. Um, I would say do some sort of Nighttime um, self-care routine, whether that's taking a bath, uh, moisturizing, doing a facial mask, um, even if you, you know, if you want to do your feet, something, self-massage, even uh, that will calm you down. Uh, listen to music, light music with no words, um, and then I would also say aromatherapy probably helps quite a bit. Um, So using lavender oil uh, is very, very calming for quite a few people. Uh, That would be something. And then turn off the lights. So have a dim light, have some candles maybe, or just like a dimmer light in your bedroom so that you can almost tell your body or indicate to your body
0: that it's time to go to bed. So you really want to be nice and calm. You did talk about lavender oil. How would someone use lavender oil before they go to sleep? There are a couple of different ways. Um, you could use it in a bath or a shower
1: if you're going to be doing that. Uh, you could definitely put it in a, a room diffuser uh, that you can get, um, you know, at a lot of different stores. Uh, also, having a nice room spray. I find room spray is really light uh, that you can kind of spray your pillow and your bed sheets, but it doesn't last as long as like a diffuser would. So
0: it's it's just kind of a nice spritz to really relax through. Those are excellent examples of how you use lavender. Um, you also talked about um, people being really calm and kind of doing those checklists. You know, you said picking out your clothes. How does stress really affect people and their sleep routine? Oh,
1: that's like, that's the Pandora's box, Deanna. Um, stress and, so we have hormones in our body and our stress hormone called cortisol Uh, works in a nice does a nice dance routine with our hormone the hormone melatonin that helps us sleep so in the morning when we wake up our cortisol levels are high so it's telling us to wake up uh, and our melatonin levels are low Um, but in today's world we're stressed all the time when back in you know caveman days stress used to be a alarm so that you don't get eaten by a wild animal uh, these days stress can be what am I gonna have for lunch I'm late for work that person just cut me off um, why is this person taking so long in front of me like all of those are stresses and even though you may not think that you're stressed your body doesn't know the difference between all of those things and you being chased by a wild animal So if you think about all the little things that kind of take you off during the day, those are all little stressors. And so if your stress hormone is constantly at that high, high level, it's going to beat melatonin down so that you're not going to produce as much melatonin because it thinks that you're trying to survive. So in fact, your body is in the survival mode mode. and it doesn't want to go to sleep because it's just trying to survive. So that's why having a calm sense of mind, being calm, changing to a a calm state of mind helps just the body tell your body it's okay. Like it's okay to go to sleep because nothing's going to hurt you. Nothing's going to get in your way. And so that's what really, really
0: needs to happen for quite a few people. Sounds like a lot of people are really stressed out and that really contributes to them not being able to sleep. Um, I know in your workshop you talked about how breathing can really calm you down and you mentioned a four, four and four. Can you kind of explain that, how that really relaxes you?
1: Of course. So our nervous system, as I was just saying, doesn't know the difference between a stress, the stresses. So we can force it to let let our body know that it's okay to relax. And you can do that by a simple breathing technique, whereas you will inhale for a count of four, you'll hold your breath for a count of four, and then you'll exhale for a count of four. If you actually do that four times, uh, or if you do that for a minute, your body, you'll feel automatically relaxed.
0: Well, I think the breathing technique is really good. I think I'm going to try that tonight for sure. Um, What are some other contributors to not being able to sleep, Karine?
1: That's a really good question. There are a couple other reasons. Of course, the number one is definitely going to be stress. Uh, Secondly, I find uh, people can't go to sleep for physical reasons, so pain, pain or, uh, leg cramps or tight muscles. Uh, that's, uh, another large reason why people can't get to sleep is, is physical. Uh, and then the third I would say is that people can't like they fall asleep. Uh, but then they will wake up like two to three hours later wide awake and not be able to get back to sleep. Um, so those are, I think are the three, um, main like pillars of non-sleep, I guess you can call that.
0: Yeah, pain seems to be a really hard one for a lot of people for sleep. Um, Also, the waking up in the middle of the night. Um, I know that a lot of customers have a real problem um, with their mind not being able to shut off. Um, Is there any products at Garden Health that, you know, can help with actually your mind not being able to quiet down and settle itself down for going to sleep? And then maybe what other products that Garden Health carries um, that will help? People get a good night's sleep. Absolutely, Uh, you know at Garden Health,
1: uh, we carry quite a few um, things that can help people uh, to help manage stress levels. Absolutely, ashwagandha. Health first. Ashwagandha is fabulous at helping control your cortisol levels throughout the day, so that you aren't always. You know, affected by the little things you know don't sweat the small stuff right uh, it, you're not affected by those small things that kind of come up uh, and it also helps um, can, uh, like support your adrenal glands which is really important for stress management as well um, for you know those times when you fall asleep but you can't those people that wake up in the middle of the night I find l um helps really well it's an amino acid that's derived from green tea uh, and it is um really great at calming the mind so it's it almost i describe it to to customers as like turning the light switch off so when you take all 9 it turns the light switch off so that it, you know you're not focusing on the things that maybe you have to do or didn't get done or anything else I like to call it like you don't the roommate in in your head kind of is is the door shut and so you're not thinking about that Um, and then of course for pain management you know absolutely trying to figure out what the root cause of your pain is but we definitely have some great supplements that are going to help like the um, Health First Curcumin Supreme uh, that is great to help with any inflammation Uh, because inflammation is the source of most pain. Uh, So that's going to be probably my number one. Um, Number two, I would probably say the uh, Health First uh, Magnesium Supreme is going to be good. That'll also help with anybody that has like tense muscles or leg spasms, um, anything like that, like tight muscles. The magnesium will help calm down the body and the tissues of the body to help uh,
0: get some sleep. Those are some great suggestions. Um, I know some people ask us sleep products, do they make them groggy in the morning or you know, will they oversleep or will they have contraindications with pharmaceutical drugs? Can you tell us maybe about the L-theanine and how that will make you feel in the morning?
1: You know, I haven't had somebody have a, a negative reaction to aldeanine. I actually give it to quite a few of my clients that have high stress jobs um, because, you know, as I said, it helps the mind focus. So it's actually pretty good to take during the day as well if you do have a you know very high task job um, that you go to. Um, it'll actually help you focus on that and be very productive. Uh, but you know, if we talk about sleep aids, if we talk about herbal remedies, um, you know, every body is different. So they're gonna react differently to every single herb or um, supplement that's out there. Um, you know, one herb definitely comes to mind, passion flower, um, which is a Nervine sedative, I believe. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Uh, But it doesn't have any contraindications to anything. So if you are on prescription drugs or if you're taking anything else, it actually doesn't, it won't um, react to anything else that you're taking. Um, Like some other herbs can, um, maybe like valerian or cava cava, uh, those can be very um, contraindicate with your pharmaceuticals.
0: Well, you gave it really gave us a lot of good information. If you can't get to sleep and really talked about stress. Now, I know some people are going to ask just, what if you can't get to sleep? Is there anything else that you can do?
1: Yeah, definitely. I would say uh, stretching is always a really good one. I know some people laugh at me when I say that because not a lot of people stretch at home. Um, but even in bed, if you're just do some stretching, um, again, it will, uh, limber up some muscles. If you have tight muscles, it'll help you breathe. Um, and you know, if not, I, I honestly tell people and I do it myself sometimes if I can't sleep, I will go take a walk. You know, sometimes if I cannot get to sleep, um, I'm not going to toss and turn in bed. Uh, I will get up and I'll open up my window. If it's super late, I'll open up my window just to get some fresh air in and I'll take some deep breaths, fresh air. Um, Or I'll get up and I'll have like a warm cup of milk because sometimes that helps as well. Um, Maybe you're hungry or so have like a little, little like cup of yogurt with some fruit. Um, And sometimes you're just not tired like your body's not tired because it just hasn't been active enough and so sometimes you just need to do get up and do something because it just doesn't want to sleep it doesn't need it
0: those are excellent ways to get yourself to have some sleep um our last question is going to be kareen how are you putting your health first
1: that is a great question um well, recently, actually, I went for my baseline blood tests um, just to see kind of where I was at. You know, I think it's really important to know what's like your cholesterol and your calcium and your proteins and everything, like how your liver and your kidney are functioning, uh, not just by feel, but what your actual blood is telling you. Um There were some surprises with my blood test, but otherwise everything was pretty good. Uh, And so right now that's really where I'm putting my health first, uh, is um, I just found out that I'm really low in iron, so that's going to be kind of
0: number one to figure out what's going on there. I think that's great. That's wonderful. Again, that puts your mind at ease, right? So Mm -hmm. you can sleep at night about what's going on with your body. Corrine, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us a podcast on sleep and you. And if you want to come talk to Corrine, to she is at 1204 Davy Street, Garden Half. Thanks so much, Deanna. Thank you.